Hello there listeners, it's me, your host, Red. So today we're going to be reviewing a foreign language film, and there's no actual English dub for it. So it'd be kind of ridiculous for me to put in audio clips of it, because it wouldn't make any sense. So today there's not going to be any audio clips from the movie, but I will continue adding in audio clips for future episodes. Thanks for listening! Bull ran over him and he was flat like paper. <laughs> no. I thought you were talking about the uh, the slap chop guy from the infomercials. Oh yeah, the one. <laughs> <laughs> Sahara's the guy with the spear who wanted all the money so he could get bitches. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna call him Naruto this entire thing now. He was the best friend I've ever had! <laughs> and I just killed him! Why'd you chop his head off then? Konnichiwa, Amachua Ega Hihyoka no Pado Kyasuto i Yosoko. Or, hey there, welcome to the Amateur Movie Critics Podcast. Uh, I'm your armless, legless, tongueless host, and this is my crazy-ass mountain spirit co-host. What just happened? <laughs> what? <laughs> you know Japanese? Uh, Skoshi. Oh my god! Very- I'm stunned. Very, I'm stunned right now. Very little. Also, that was the Google Translate version, so it might be, like, totally off. But- Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I'm Peter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, today we are reviewing our second foreign film, well, besides Scott Pilgrim, because Canada doesn't count as foreign, sort of. Uh, so we're reviewing our second, like, different language, foreign language film, that's what they're called. Today we're going to be doing 13 Assassins, 2010 film, and here's Peter to tell you some about it. Okay, so, um, let's see... The plot synopsis is a cult director, Takashi Miike, who made the famed films Itchy the Killer and Audition, uh, two movies that we should do. Oh god, I want to see Audition so bad. Uh, delivers a bravado period action film set at the end of Japan's feudal area, era, uh, in which a gang of unemployed samurais are enlisted to bring down a sadistic lord to prevent him from ascending to the throne and plunging the country into a war-torn future. Hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Sweet, well, sweet and simple. I don't know if they were unemployed. I guess they kind of got employed as this happened, right? Well, like, no. the whole theme of the movie is, like, these samurais don't have anything to do because the samurai age is ending. Oh, yeah. Well, so literally they have nothing to live for except for, you know, fishing. And, like, committing lots of suicide all over the damn place. All over the place. There's so much suicide in this movie. The, I... The worst part is, is that, like, I somehow stumbled onto some sort of, like, ancient Japanese, or some sort of Discovery Channel video about uh, the art of Harikiri, or Harry Carey, as, you know, <laughs> it would be pronounced in America. It, and it took hours to die from that. Like, really, it truly did. Yeah. That's why the guy was standing by with the sword, because it's like, okay, you did it, and now you get to die, instead of 
just dying Instead for of, days. Like dying there for days, yeah. Yeah. So I guess jumping right in, uh, initial thoughts about the movie. All I thought was Feudal Japan movie, and I was in. So, what about you? That's it. Yeah, um, I had I knew nothing of this movie going in. I just had the uh, Netflix plot synopsis. I don't know when I when I first saw this movie, I was going through Takashi Miike's like filmography. So what like when I first saw it, I had I had no idea what it was, and I had no idea that there'd be an hour long fight scene. Uh, it, that just made my day afterwards. The the best fight scene though. It, it was just well, we'll get into it. <laughs> <laughs> so recap review time. What uh, it started with a bunch of kanji, which I had my subtitles on for, and it sort of lightly explained the was it the history of the shogun and everything that happened with him. Yeah, uh, pretty much like. The Shogun had a half-brother he didn't really want anywhere anywhere around him. Um, but pretty much, like, the Asuki clan claimed him as, like, noble blood. So then the Shogun had to, like, has to appoint him as a, uh, like, as a advisor. So no one's happy with that. <laughs> That's what starts all of this. Like, I don't know. I don't know what he was advising exactly. Basically... He just seemed like the director in charge of what it means to be a total psycho asshole. I don't think he started that job yet. I think they were trying to kill him before oh. he started that job. That's that was the whole point. Okay. They're like, if he gets back to his people, uh, we can't we can't deal with him anymore because okay. there's no way they could like kill him inside of his own territory. Yeah, that probably wouldn't have been that that well received. Yeah. I mean, I hate to say that it, it was hard to keep track of people, but I only really figured him out by what he was wearing, which did you notice that I'm not sure it was like a, a directing choice that he wore white basically the entire time. Yeah, which, pretty much. Which is like some sort of like, I don't know, commentary on purity or whatever the hell. And he was just the slimiest. Uh, I think that was it. Like, as soon as he truly came on film, my first note was tiny penis syndrome, question mark? <laughs> I mean, really. So, basically, we opened up on that guy killing himself, which, nice. Was that the uh, Shogun? That guy... No, 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 no. Um, that was... Oh my god, I have names written down, and I accidentally deleted them. <laughs> um... <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, so that was the leader of one of the clans. His name is Mayimi. Mayimi. Okay. Um, so, like, he was committing suicide because he didn't like the idea of um, Nar Narasugo. Narasugo. I'm just going to call him Nari. He didn't like the idea of Nari, like, rising up in power. So he decided to take a political stance and kill himself. So, uh, yeah, I... People killed themselves literally for, like, no reason. I mean, I guess it was, like, obviously a reason, but I don't know. Either way, not happy about Naruto rising to power <laughs> off himself, so... Oh, I'm gonna call him Naruto this entire thing now. It just seemed... I mean, as soon as you said Naruto, I was like, Naruto, done, okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, So, 
I I forget after the guy kills himself, there's like exposition with I called him Uncle. Which was Oh Doy? Yeah, the guy who was in charge, basically. Yeah, Doy. And Uncle and Nephew, which I mean, hey, spoiler listeners, by the way. The nephew who was like Oh yeah. You're talking about Shinzeman, the main guy. I'm, okay. I, might be, I don't know, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> it was so hard for me. Because they said their names like once, two times. Cause the first time, like they introduced themselves. The second time, they're dying, and someone's just. But they had their like, name. they had like, like their name show up on screen, but only for three characters, but not for the thirteen assassins. <laughs> only like, only uh, Naruto, uh, Doi, and uh, Shinzaman. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> that was the guy in charge, right? Um, yeah. Uncle. So Shinzaman was the uh, the uncle to the guy who survived. Right. Yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah. So, uncle. Yeah. Shimada. Yeah. So the nephew, right? The yeah. the they had this like really cool banter thing about like uh, placing bets on themselves and whatever, and I was like, yeah, okay, I can I can get with this. Oh my god, I love that scene so much. It was good. He's all like, he's like, I have nothing else to do. Samurais are dead. <laughs> I could only gamble and fuck all these women around me. And the uncle's like, if you like to gamble, I got this one gamble that I'm about to go on. Oh my god. And he's god. like, oh, really? <laughs> and he's all like, yep, and I might not come back alive. <laughs> it's the big final gamble. And then instantly, oh I'm in. Let's do it. <laughs> I mean. I mean, nobody, he like leaves his geisha. And she's like, please come back. <laughs> the line he says after that is so bad. He's like, if I'm late. Meet me at the Festival of the Dead. Which means I am not coming back if I don't come back. I'm not coming back. <laughs> Which he didn't come back even though he survived, by the way. No, no I don't think he, he took her with no. him. I mean, you don't usually take geishas with you to the new world. <laughs> no, that's true. But he did say, like, I've become a bandit. Yeah, he would not have gone back. Yeah. No, like, because she's, she's paid. He can't pay her unless he's, like... But she was, like, she was hurting for him. Like, yeah. she was like, I like this guy a lot. Or do you think he? She was like, "I like this guy's money." Yeah, I think that one. She's like, "When are you coming no. back? I need, I need to eat." <laughs> Seriously though, like sisters got to eat. You got these bills. <laughs> so was it the Edo era? Wait, I, um, I, it was the era right before the modern era for them. Yeah. So I think so. They, yeah. Because they were talking about him passing through Edo, but that I think there was still a yeah. place after the Edo era. I don't know. Yeah. This, I don't know if there was a time frame listed, like, years. Wasn't it, like, 18 it, There is. It was... Or 16 um, something, right? It was 18, actually. It was, like, 1853, around there. Oh, so basically, Gangs of New York was happening right then. Yeah. So, <laughs> cool. 1840s. Oh, my God. I have it in front of me. Yep, 1840s. Yeah. So, a, a little bit before that, like, Gangs of New York was 1818. Or 1880s. Similar. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Pretty good time frame here. Uh or pretty solid, I can you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna look at the I'm gonna look this up. So yeah. Oh god, so many. Oh great, they're all in kanji. <laughs> Thanks, Wikipedia. Okay, yeah, sure. Edo error. Let's just go with yeah, that. Okay, so So <clears throat> yeah, so Doi gets news. I like his name Doi. Yeah. He's only in a movie for like five minutes. Doi. Like the best. <laughs> He's so Joy is so over dramatic. He like he gets news from the Shogun, and the Shogun's like, "Can you like uh, kill my stepbrother, but keep it on the on the DL, on the down low?" 
Um, yeah, sure. So obviously he gets Shinzimon, who is just trying to fish. Yeah. Not bothering anybody. Before that, okay, who did the... Was it Shinzimon or Doi that the, the case was pleaded to of the armless, legless, tongueless girl? That was Shinzimon. Doi had her, like, in the room next door. Yeah. And as he was pleading his case, he, like, snapped his fingers and his... His like his help like opened up a screen door and she was like right there drooling and crying blood. The most disturbing thing though, I was like, holy shit! That it definitely feels out of like very outside the movie. It did. I don't know. It felt. It was. I would. She was like definitely crying blood, for sure. I mean, it was. Oh yeah. It was definitely helpful because then the whole scroll thing played in and it was like bloody too and it was like okay that's fucking awesome. Because it's like holding up bloody sign that's like, this is what we're going to do to you, motherfucker. <laughs> and all of your extra guys that we totally didn't think about. They would have won easily, by the way, uh, if they hadn't, what, stopped and got, what was it, 170 extra people, was it? I know, right? So, and still, those, I'm getting ahead of myself here. Um. So, yeah, uh, the... So basically pleading the case. And didn't this guy also tell him like a terrible story about how his son and his wife were killed by this dude after some rapey stuff happened? Okay, yes and no. So like <clears throat> so Doi had this other guy, this other leader the leader of the Kiso era area or the town Kiso. Yeah. And that guy was all like, look. This asshole definitely killed my son, raped his wife, and then she committed suicide. So we need to do something about this. Did she tell anyone before this happened? Because it was a very exact recollection that he was, like, recounting to him. Because... I don't... uh, Yeah, I don't know. I assume so. I guess, maybe. I would hope so. I mean, he seemed to know exactly what went down, so I'm sure she told someone. Also, lots of the girls in this movie, no eyebrows. None. Well, I think that's, like, a... That's like a Japanese thing, though. It was it was a, like a a total thing. Like the there was the one girl, the magical river goddess that I refer to her as, who just had this weird oh. scene and nothing. She had nothing to do with the movie. She was just bathing in a river. She had eyebrows. She did have eyebrows. You you know who that was, right? No. That was Kyoto's like. Okay. Oh no, his chick, right? He was like just thinking about. Yeah. yeah that. Yeah. yeah. So that's why she was there, but still. Kinga. I don't know why she had a. She needed a scene. He just been like, "There's this girl, she man." She didn't need a scene, and it looked like she was pulling meat from between her legs. Oh, what? And like eating raw meat. I was like, "What is this?" I didn't, maybe I wasn't paying enough attention to this. Was she, what? She was, was like fish? eating raw meat. It could have been I hope a, fish. It was a fish if she was in the river. I mean, it, he, she need, she did not need an actress or a scene. He could have just been like, dude, there's this girl. She's like beautiful. I'm in love with her. I'm gonna go find her after this crazy ass battle. Yeah. <laughs> no, no need for a full <clears throat> scene to cut to her eating not a, a living not animal. Not at all. But I appreciate it. I, I have a theory about this guy, right? What was his name? Uh, Kiga Kayata. Yeah, uh, Kiga, or I call him Hunter, like because yeah. he was hunting shit, which he's the best. He he really was. Was he the thirteenth assassin, or did they lose someone? He was. So they they set no, out. No, he was 12. the thirteenth. 
They set out with 12. And then they found him. I... And he's all like... He's like, I fucking hate Samurai. <laughs> like, I, this guy is everything I love about this movie. He was... He was literally... He's... They would not have been able to kill Naruto if it wasn't for this guy. Seriously. He was the only one who actually tried to kill Naruto multiple times. Like, literally trying to run up and kill him. Just the fact that he... All these people had, like, tons of katana just swinging them at him didn't even touch him and he was killing these guys with a friggin rock with a rock and a log yeah he kills multiple people with a giant piece of wood he did far better than these people were trained to kill people i think because he actually had practiced really killing things because there were no samurai There, there was no war so they didn't have any real practice fighting Way better than the 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 kind of chubby one, he uh, Hioki, poor Hioki, who did nothing. They didn't even. Oh no, not Hioki. No. It's Otake. He did. They did not even show his death. By the way, they didn't. No, okay, no, I they just showed him like Hiyoki, then the real Hioki. Because <laughs> as they <laughs> died, I wrote down exactly what they said, which was literally their name, no exclamation points, and then that was it. So. <laughs> <clears throat> no, that was what that was the other guy's name because everybody always saw someone else's death and then like they died next. Yeah, I that's how I kept track of <clears throat> their names by the end who was dying and who lived because it would be that person died, someone saw it, then they'd scream their name, and then that was it. Yeah. Which, yeah, okay. I mean, that's a good way to keep track of you know, like ticking the ticking down from the 13 names. basically. Because, literally, when they're all covered in blood, they all look alike. It's really, really tough. That's racist. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> no, sorry. No, seriously, though. Like, I the only ones who, like, seemed different was, like, Sahara, uh, because he had a spear. Yeah. Kiga, because he used a rock. Yeah. And then, like, the nephew, and then, like, the really badass Ronin, I forget his name, Mitsuhashi. Oh, the guy who was training in the dojo, right? Yeah, yeah. He was, he was all about that honor, though. He was like, "Oh, Hiriyama, Hiriyama." Yeah, Hiriyama. He was like, "You let me use your dojo for this many years to train for being a samurai, which I'm not, because I mean, samurais don't exist anymore, basically." But yeah, I'll <laughs> give my full life to you. Uh, I'll die for you. Oh, okay, wait, let's actually get to that scene. Well, so, wait. Yeah, so Joy's all like, here's this monster of a person that's crying blood for no reason. Really? And then Shinsamon smiles and starts laughing. He's all like, finally, I get to die a warrior's death. You don't have what? to die. You can just kill this asshole. Then um, then the next scene is literally like, it's where we meet up with Hambe, or I called him Harambe the entire movie, where we meet up with Harambe. Which is, like, Shinzaman's, like, best frenemy? That's the only way I could describe them. Because they were, like, best friends, but they hated each other. They are definitely frenemies. Well, didn't they, like, talk about how they would train together when they were younger? Like, right at the... Yeah. So they knew each other for a while. Yeah. Like, they, they... like growing up. They were, like, best friends growing up. But they were, like, rivals. Oh. Poor uncle and Harambe. <laughs> and then, like... And then, uh... Nari... <sighs> Naruto. Naruto's killing a family. Really, though? Just, and close range bow and arrow killing. It was not cool. 
But that's the uh, that's the family of the guy who committed suicide in the beginning, and he's literally torturing them. Like the biggest dick, and <clears throat> he's he's like the worst hipster because he's like really nostalgic about like the days of the old where like samurai and ronin fought each other and stuff. But then he's just like fucking killing people because he's bored. So, uh, oh, so the next scene is um. <laughs> Hariyama just training in the dojo by himself. With a real sword, which makes him a badass. Yeah. So And then, like, Shinzaman, it's like, hey, you want to spar? And he picks up, like, one of the, the boken, and then, like, Hariyama's like, nah, nah I'm good. <laughs> yeah. But I noticed, okay, something happened in this scene, maybe I missed it. Suddenly there was, like, what, four guys standing behind them, right? Just yeah, all of so... them, they appeared in the room. They were just like, yeah, I, that's definitely in my notes. That was uh, Kuranaga, the, like, Shinzaman's second command. He was just, like, sta- like sitting in a doorway watching them, and he's all like, you guys are funny. <laughs> they, like, turn. Like, what? I I have a, a theory that there was, like, real, like, magic and spirits in this movie. Like, there was supposed... I mean, I know this was, like, supposed to be, like, true event, whatever. Or this actually happened, but I think there was, like, some sort of embellishment on this story, like magic and stuff and, you know, monsters and demons and spirits were real. And like these people just somehow derive magical ninja arts to be able to appear in a room when no one was looking. <laughs> and for the whole movie, people had special powers for sure. Yeah, I know. And like they're doing some crazy shit. Yeah. I mean, even that one chick, she had the power to cry blood. Which, you know, sad, but... Is that, is that a power? <laughs> uh, stigmata, I guess. Uh, suddenly they're recruiting. Yeah, so Kuranaga, who is like a leader of a dojo nearby and like Shinzimon's best friend, was all like, look, I got these five guys. They're all willing to fight with you. We're a team now, right? Yeah. So like... I'm gonna go over all these all these guys' names in a second after we like introduce all of them. Okay, so uh, did they get number twelve? And no, they got number thirteen, and he was killed by four guys who came out of nowhere, right? No. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, so I missed so, something there. Yeah, you did. So like in that scene, they had eight. They had eight people. The, the five plus Kuranaga. Okay. Plus uh, Shinzeman. Plus, like, some other random guy who was there. Um, um, Ogura is his name, who is, like, another, like, another samurai who trained there underneath Hiriyama. So Hiriyama is, like, the golden, the golden child student, basically. He's, well, kind of. He's, like, the ronin who's just training there because he has nowhere else to go. And Ogura is, like, following him, I guess. So where did these four people come from? They were like they were Naruto's guys, right? Yeah. Or sent by him. Yeah, they were sent by uh, Harambe. Yeah. So did they kill those four guys, or they just like ran away? No. So like, so like they're like having their secret meetings, talk about killing the king, and then like, I'm pretty sure that was I couldn't tell who it was, but I'm pretty sure it's Ugura who is like who's like Hiriyama's second like apprentice. Because Hiriyama comes out of nowhere and kills all of them. Okay, so we've got, what, seven now? Or was it eight? Like and eight. then Okay, yeah. so basically, we have relatively six to eight guys. And then... Okay, so it's... Uh, 
two, three. It's nine. Okay. Nine guys. And then uh, the one guy dies. Was he one of the nine or no? He was just there. He was just there. Okay, so we still got our nine assassins so far. Uh, So then... What, what um Shintemon goes to try to recruit his nephew. Yes. <laughs> Which instantly after he hears about the whole the whole gamble thing, he was like, I've got nothing better to do with my life literally all these years. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. Meanwhile, two random ass samurai okay, two random ass samurai, one is like Ishizuka, uh, and another one's name is Sahara. Sahara. Oh and my they're god. just like my, They're just like, we're here for this. The one guy, though. So, he was the one who asked for 200 Ryo, right? Yeah, like, Sahara, yeah. He was fucking awesome. So, he was, like, number 11, because um, Nephew was number 10. Cause, nephew yeah, was number nine. 12, yeah. Was he? Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right, they got the other guy. Okay, so, Ryo asked for two, or, yeah, he asked for 200 Ryo, uh, and then... Literally, they're like, we're not paying anyone else, but we like your spirit. Done deal. <laughs> and, like, the last of it, he's like, yeah, 30 of it, I'm just gonna, like, live it up. I'm gonna get all those pleasures I couldn't afford in this life, <sighs> so I can have them. I'm not gonna get them in the next life. They're like, that's cool. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, he did say 120 of it was gonna go to, like, outstanding debts over his life, and then some, like, was it 50 to his family, and then, like, the last was gonna go to himself, which... Okay, okay, at least he's got his priorities. You know, yeah. pay your bills. And that's when Shimbada, like, storms in and was like, Uncle, you're gonna take me. And his uncle's like, uh... He's like, if you don't take me, just kill me. Kill me right now. Yeah. And his uncle just starts laughing at him. So, yeah, he's number 12, and they're, like, ready to go. <clears throat> um, well, because... He's like, he's like the two badass James Dean of the group. <laughs> well, wouldn't that be... Wait, Hiryama, though? The... But Hiriyama didn't have like an ego, I think. No, Hiriyama was just like, I'm just, I'm cool for no reason. I'm yeah. gonna have this great fight scene in fire and water for some reason. I know we there was. That. He parallels someone that I've seen in a different movie before. For sure, he's like the stoic, strong, silent type. He's just gonna, he's gonna kill all these people, and it's like, just nothing. While his like bumbling sidekick is behind him cleaning up after him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what happens. <laughs> um basically they set out oh no, they like Is it then that they discuss their Yeah, they discuss their whole plan, like where they're gonna cut him off because he's going through Edo. But there's Yeah. There's a gamble well, though no. they have to take. There's literally twenty minutes of, or like ten minutes of planning. Cause they're like, we need a plan. So they sit down to try to make a plan and they're like, none of this is gonna work. So then they have like a montage of like Naruto being evil and the like and uh Shinizamon, oh my god, Shinzaemon, like looking over a map and it will just pan back and forth. It's just the most ridiculous montage scene I've ever seen. And then eventually he's like, okay, here's what we're gonna do. Ten minutes in a movie is a long time. I think this took them an actual ten minutes to decide this whole thing. But they're also training too, because um, Hioki, no, Otake and Hiori were like learning how to use explosives. No, Higuchi and Hiori. Let me go over these okay. these twelve guys. Okay, okay. So Shinzeman, the leader. Yeah. Right. Uncle. Koronaga, his second in command. Mm-hmm. 
And then, okay, then Koronaga's five guys, which is Hiroki, Otake, which is like the 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 kind of fat one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and then Hiori and Higuchi were like the two who were best friends blowing things up. Which they were the best. Well, not the yeah. best, but they were the comic relief demolition characters. Yeah. And then, okay, Mitsusashi, he was also came from Kuranaga's group. Then Hiriyama and Ogura is the uh, the Ronin and his apprentice. So the, was Shimada, the apprentice the young guy who'd never killed anyone before? Yes, Ogura, yeah. Which, like, none of them had ever killed anyone before, but this guy was especially broken up by it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... And then, uh, wait, uh, Shimada was the nephew. Yeah, nephew. Um, Ishizuka was the guy who showed up with Sahara at the end. Uh, and then Kiga. Okay, so who showed up with Sahara? Wait. Uh, Ishizuka. Sahara was the hunter guy, right? No, Sahara's the guy with the spear who wanted all the money so he could get bitches. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta have money for bitches, because if you don't have bitches, then you don't got shit. And then Kiga's the hunter. Okay, yes, Kiga. I Upon just watching this movie for a fifth time, they pair off, so it's a lot easier to follow. All right, so it's really just six pairs, and then, the well, you know, the hunter. The hunter guy. Because, like... Shinzimon, sh- no, well, not six pairs. It's like six pairs, and then fucking the nephew doing whatever he wants because he's always by himself because he's a badass and a loner. So more like, yeah. Well, let's see, twelve. Uh, more like five pairs. No, yeah. <laughs> okay, no more math. Done. Done with that. No more math. Uh, because like Shinzimon, um, Sahara, and uh, Kuranaga, they were always together. They did not leave because they were the, like the three old people. They were always next to each other throughout the entire fight scenes. Yeah, I did notice that some of them were a bit older than I thought samurais would be, who were like going on an assassin mission. They were like, well, they're like they're like age. the last true samurai. Like they lived through the sam the samurai era, where all these young guys are like, we're trying to hold on to our past, but we don't really know how it was. Yeah, that's true. Which so. is why Naruto was like so like excited about <laughs> about the whole, you know, I'm going to bring war back because it's awesome. Yeah. He was just okay. excited for horror and carnage. Hey, so, okay. sounds like president elect. Oops. Yeah. <laughs> no politics. There's no. There's <laughs> a lot of there's a lot of like there's a lot of like things in common in this movie. That I definitely did not write in my notes, but uh, uh, so they finally have a plan. They're gonna get uh, what's his guy who got his family killed oh, to yeah. block the bridge, which he did a good job of that. I mean, he did. That the only reason why he did, they had guns. Yeah. Did you notice that they all had I, rifles? I didn't. I didn't notice the rifles. I just noticed they were like way outnumbered, right? They were way outnumbered, and then like. Then Naruto tried to step forward, and then they all pulled out rifles. Ah, okay. And, okay. and he was like, "Maybe we shouldn't do this." <laughs> so Kuranaga got him to do that at the tr- at the truck or whatever, and then he had the nephew, what Shimada, to go buy out this town. Which the that was the best scene because that guy like, didn't that guy actually fall over? Yeah, he did. 
He was like, oh! What? It was like, it was literally a briefcase full of gold. Which, awesome. That was actually some, that was a trope that I was happy to see. Because you don't... Like a briefcase full of gold, yeah. You don't see that very often. It's like, we will pay you this briefcase full of gold ingots. And then instantly <laughs> done. Like... <laughs> done. You have it. Literally, like, the next scene is everybody moving out. Um, so the rest of the samurai, the other eight, I think it was, they're, like, traveling through the forest because they can't take the roads. Yeah. Um, because, um, fucking... What's his name? Um, Harambe. Harambe knows. Yeah. Harambe knows that, like, shit's going down, and they have, like, lookouts for him. So, like, they, they stop by this small town first, and they get attacked by all these, like, ronin. Yeah, and that's where, um, that's where, uh, the, you know, badass guy's, Okura. uh, apprentice, basically. That's where the squire, I'm gonna call him squire for now, and that's where squire, like, kills his first dude. Yeah. And, like, Hiriyama's like, oh, that was your... What's really interesting in that, Hiriyama's all like, oh, you also killed your... Fr- I also killed my first guy in this fight as well. But, <laughs> like, but I'm not bitching out about it, so... I'm not bitching out about this. He's like, you're stronger than this. Yeah, he's like, pull it together. <laughs> I just killed somebody. And <laughs> I think it was worse, though, because this guy, he got his sword stuck and he couldn't pull it out. Like, no, halfway through this guy's torso. <laughs> That was the, that was the part that would traumatize me. Oh, uh, so funny! Uh, and then they're like, maybe we should take the forest. So they started traveling through the forest, <laughs> which at that point was a good idea. And then, then we get well. First, we get the leech scene, which was awesome. <laughs> the leech scene. There's so much humor in this movie for something that is literally like just blood and guts for 45 minutes. Um, just yeah, the little the things, scene is though. Great. I mean, uh, well, our truest awesome comic relief character comes in here too yeah so they find this guy what he's like roped up in vines in a tree um shimada is having none of it cuts him down and he just like falls to the ground he's like what you couldn't have lowered me and they're like well you didn't say thank you <laughs> true which he was covered from head to toe in full dirt the entire movie the entire movie Okay, so I have, like, a fan theory here. Well, okay, okay so, go. So, basically, it's, like, Edo era, and, like, there's, you know, everyone believes in magic and spirits and stuff. I think this guy, he is, like, the spirit of the mountain. So he's, because he has dirt covering him, it's, like, magic dirt, which is why he was basically invincible. And he was, like, you know, mountain spirit, super strong, killing people with, like, trees and rocks and shit. And he only helped them to just appease this river goddess chick who was eating a fish. That's so, what I think. I think it's like so all spirit. You're saying stuff. he's a tengu? I think so. Well, he, yeah. I I I literally think that there was help from the other side. Just because well, he did they have knew. like a he did have like a burned ear, and he did like jump around. Tengus are like. They're like crow spirits, but they're like mountain crow spirits, maybe. Yeah, I mean, I think that maybe. this. I think that he knew Naruto was gonna like plunge the country into war, and it would be terrible again. And so, like the river goddess, she was like, "I'm not down for this shit." You know, maybe, maybe you could go help out, and then we can like get together, and <laughs> with some really weird cutscenes off in the background. 
I'm totally down with this. I think that would be... I honestly... Because he got stabbed in the neck and was fine. There wasn't even a scratch. That's where I, I believe most of it came from. Also, he fell like 20 feet and didn't break his ass. Because broken tailbone, for real. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm down with this. Yeah, this, <laughs> this is my theory, and I'm sticking to it. So he's covered in dirt. That's his magical armor. They're like, well, we're lost. And he's like, well, if you give me food, I'll take you out of here. So he's like showing them around the forest, which I think he was like, I think he was really like just fucking with them. Because, like, they're like, ew, bugs. And he just eats the bug and he sucks the insides out in front of him. He's like, it's delicious. Which, mountain spirit again, uh, eating bugs, like, total crow thing, right? So. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, and the best part is he's just, like, hanging out in a tree. And they're like, when are we going to get to a road? And he's like, it's right there. Yeah. It was right there the whole time. In fact, we were paralleling it. Oh, no, wait. And my favorite thing in this movie is when they're, like, talking, they're, like, yelling at him, and he just, like, throws a rock, and you hear, like, a pig squeal, and he's like, I killed a rabbit. Yeah. They're like, leave the rabbit. It's like, why? It's like, why? What? It's like, roast rabbit is the best rabbit. Uh, also, I mean, by the way, that whole food situation, they didn't have to give him food if they let him keep the damn rabbit. That's so true. It's like, oh, we yeah. don't need to give you food now, and you're helping us anyway. They were just being dicks. Yeah, they were just being assholes to him for no reason. Which, he was a super nice guy, really. He was just playful and fun. I mean, had some magical spirit powers. I mean, he was eating bugs, which is kind of gross, but... Yeah, either way. So they finally get to Okai, and then they're like, let's prep this city. So everybody... I, can't, I guess they paid everybody in that gold to help them, like, set up the city as a huge trap zone. Yeah. Which is pretty... Yeah, it's pretty great. The traps were the things that, like, gave me life through this fight scene. This 45-minute <laughs> fight scene, which felt too short, really. I could have probably watched the other five nameless guys actually have their final end. Yeah. I don't know. And then, like... Well, yeah. Oh, man. It was... I think it was... I think it's perfect. Yeah. So... So... What happens? They find out... Kiga's like... No, what? Oh. Was this... Did they find out about the 200 guys versus, like, the... 30 well kind of because kiga is like keeping watch and then like shimada is like walking in he's like why are you even here you're gonna die you're useless and he's like well <laughs> you know what fuck you samurai you think you're better than everybody else he's like what if i have nothing else to do but to die for this cause that i obviously don't care about yeah which obviously he doesn't because cutscene to like random chick in the water <laughs> which yeah it's like that is what he has better to do yeah but now he's gonna be here because you samurai are talking shit about him and he doesn't give a fuck he's gonna kill all these guys and he's gonna outshow all of them and then like what what are you gonna do which he did <laughs> like everybody died but him and nephew so then what happened oh then they get word that like the imperial the edo army that was with uh what uh naruto yeah. Left. So they're like, oh, they have half the army now. And then, like, the next day, they're like, oh, no, they got reinforcements. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, oh, they're splitting up. Cool. And, like, no. There was a period there where they're like, we've waited too many days. We need to go because they're not coming through here. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, oh, I see what happened. They got reinforcements. We're fucked. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
was it this is like the start of the fight scene because they're coming through and naruto and his boys they're walking through town well like they dramatically walk to the front of town and they're like i guess they're coming let's dramatically walk back to our positions okay i want to point out as naruto's walking through town there's just some kid who's pissing in the middle of the road (laughs) oh that was that was hanbei because hanbei was like let me just check this out and he just sees like a little bit of family and this kid pissing in the road which is great that kid gave zero fucks about what was about to happen <laughs> really though he's like sup yeah so yeah that's where he saw all the like swords and arrows on top of the buildings and he knew like he knows shit's going down which um, they got to the they started shooting fish in a barrel and i was like you should have stayed up there and just continued doing that oh yeah oh yeah yeah it's it's pretty great and then like i do archery so i know how to fire a bow these actors do not know how to fire a bow, but it's still pretty great. Why did they leave? They're like, for honor. And I'm like, fuck honor. There's like 200 guys down there still. Like, yeah, I, I don't know so what's going stupid. on. Because like they blow up the bridge. So now they're stuck. Yeah. And they're like, uh, what did he say? He said enough petty tricks. And then like, and then everybody pulls out swords very dramatically, and then Shinzimon like reaches into his kimono, and then he pulls out the total massacre scroll, which was the best. I was like, okay, there it is. This is, this is what we're in store. How much longer is this movie? I get it. Yeah, because uh, from that point, I was like, there is fifty minutes left here. This is gonna. I thought maybe there's gonna be like some continuation. They're gonna explain, you know. It's that thing where, like, the subtitles show up on the bottom of the screen, like, Shinzaman opened up a noodle shop in his later life. This was much better than Gangs of New York fighting. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so, like, okay, so Shimada, actually, his name is, I'm calling everybody by their last name, except for Shinzaman, because his last name is Shimada. Anyway, so Shimada jumps down, and he, because he's a badass, he has to be the first one. Which, that was high. I was like, did you break yeah. your legs? I mean, it was supposed to be kick-ass and everything, but I was like, normally, it'd be like, breaks leg, falls down, screaming, broke my leg. Nope. Just badass. Yeah, no, it's pretty great. And then, like, Otaki? is it, No, Hiroki. Hiroki jumps down, and he's like, hey, guys, follow me. And they follow him down, like, an alley. And he, like, climbs up a ladder. And that's when, like, flaming bulls run down the street trampling everybody. That was horrible. I could have done without that. Just that part, but the rest was cool. But did you notice that one... I I think I only saw it once. One guy, a bull, ran over him, and he was flat like paper. (laughs) (laughs) I was like... It was was special effects, but it was like 100% flat on the ground. Like, it was a picture of him laying on the ground after the bull ran over him. Oh no. Okay, that's that's fucking hysterical. It was good though. Um so. so then um oh my god, what happens? Oh, so like they like spring another wall trap all of a sudden. They had a lot of wall traps. Yeah, so they spring another wall track. Harambe's all like, We gotta get you out of here and like one random guy was like, Hey look, this building is open <laughs> And they're and like Harambe's like, Uh, I'm not going to that building, you should check it out first and he goes in and it explodes. <laughs> 
And, like, not just that guy went in. Wasn't, like, 20 guys, too? Like, 20 guys walk in there, and then it explodes, and it falls on top of them, killing them. I I think it was... There was a part, though, like... I don't know. I don't know what it was, but there was, like, this pole, and it had all this, like, dynamite strapped to it. And it had, like, a cloak or something over it, and they pull it off. And there's, like, yeah, this no, comical the, part where they're like, scene. Huh? Uh, no, that's definitely the scene. Yeah, they're like, "What is this?" And it explodes. Like, geez. well, don't touch it. It's obviously a trap. These these samurai have never been trained in what a trap is. <laughs> so, boom goes the building. So, <laughs> boom goes the building. Everybody jumps down. Now they're all sword fighting. Um, Kiga, fucking Kiga, the badass, literally picks up a log and he starts beating everybody up with the log. This was after like the homemade slingshot boulder that was like a fucking boulder he was slinging over his shoulder by the way this is right before that because like he beats up a log and then he picks up the boulder and he throws it at naruto naruto like dodges it which and then everybody's like everybody's stunned they're like what the fuck (laughs) like again this guy he's a hiyoki right no fuck kiga kiga yeah i literally Oh, never mind. Either way, the this guy, Mountain Spirit, 100%, just calling it. There was a point at which one of the guys, after the building blew up, there was a guy who was on fire, and... Yeah, who, th- this is, yeah, this is, happens right afterwards, because I think it's Otake? Yeah, yeah, it's Otake, and he's, like, he's, like, running around, he runs down the alley, and they follow him, and then he lights them all on fire. Like, what? Yeah, he's like, what, was he holding a... No, it was a candle. I was, I thought for a minute that was a lighter. Uh, it wasn't Hitake, it was Ogura. It was oh, definitely yeah, Ogura. Right. Because okay. Hiriyama, like, walks up and slices the guy in half. <laughs> yeah, that's right, the the chopping of the guy in half. I was, it was like, one side, one side falling apart in front of him. He was like, yeah, I did do that. <laughs> it's just so funny. And then, like, they run up a ladder and then, like, disappear. <laughs> Yeah, uh, they had some pretty good disappearing powers, lending to the theory there's magic in this world somewhere. So, so Flaming Guy's <laughs> chopped in half. Uh, Hiyoki comes to the rescue, right? Or, uh, no, shoot. <laughs> I keep mixing up Kiga and Hiyoki for some reason. Uh, yeah, this is the uh... part where Kiga gets the boulder. Yeah, and he throws it, and then they're all like, they're stunned, and they're like, okay, we have to kill him now, and he's just dodging all their swords, flips away, and like, jumps over a wall, and he just disappears. Like a mountain spirit. <laughs> okay, I'm, I, I, yes, I believe you now, it's a mountain. And he's like, why are samurai so arrogant? And I was like, yeah, because you're kicking all their asses, and they have swords, and you're like, have a rock. So the yeah, I know. Um, so then, like, random guys all like, "Hey, look, Naruto, there's a path over here we could take." Yeah, and that's what Harambe's all like. That's a trap. Don't do it. And he smiles. He's like, "I know." <laughs> like, but I'll let them go. So they like, so they run down this alley, and it's like, it's like a small sh- creek, with s- swords sticking out the ground everywhere, and then just fire. Yeah, dual-wielding badass samurai, suddenly, just all, all of the 13, they appear, and, like, so many swords, which I get, I'm not sure where they got the budget for these swords, probably where they got the budget to buy the town, but 
so many well, swords. There was definitely a scene earlier on where, like, the guy at the the gambling den was all like, I have all these swords people pawned to me. Don't know what to do with them. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I assume they just, like, there's just swords everywhere because no one's a samurai anymore. No one needs swords. That's so. true. So, okay, so this is where Hiriyama shows up at the end. They, like, jump off the building onto the ground. And he's all like, he's like, Ogura, uh, I need you to kill anybody who passes me. And then he just goes straight badass and just starts, like, grabbing a sword, killing someone, grabbing another sword, killing someone. He left these swords in people. He, he had no time to pull them out. No time at all. He was just like, chop, 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 chop. He was, he was like the, the ninja pro blender the the, the the ninja pro yeah i thought you were talking about the uh the slap chop guy from the infomercials oh yeah the <laughs> <laughs> I, I totally know what you're talking about <laughs> so yeah and then um oh my god harambe shows up because he ruins everything yeah. and they're like up oh, gotta run away and they run away and it was at this point that i realized they hadn't killed as many people as i thought they did because suddenly like swarms of guys come pouring in yeah did they exhaust their last wall trap at that point i think so and they, they like broke through the wall trap because they like they had a whole bunch of people between two walls and a whole bunch of people outside the walls so i think that's where like the rest came from literally had there been as many guys as i thought there were instead of the reinforcements this would have turned out so much better for them well this is like this is a point where like most of them meet up anyway so like higuchi and Hiroki. They're like, because Hiroki gets, like, stabbed in the arm, and he's, like, hurting, and Higuchi, like, saves him, and then, like, they're, like, chilling out by a wall, and they're like, man, this is crazy, right? <laughs> like, they, like, stop to have, like, a small conversation, and then, like, someone spears Higuchi through the stomach. That was the shitty part. I was like, no, that's when they all started dying. It was, yeah. that was the, he, Higuchi was the first one to die, right? Yeah. That was sad. Like, he's like no. flailing around he's literally flailing around and he's just like he just falls for a minute i then... thought that was the spear of the one guy who was with them like he did it by accident <laughs> <laughs> he was like yeah, on the other side so of the funny. wall and he's like dude i thought you were like one of the bad guys oh, sorry totally sorry he's like don't you see us taking a break <laughs> <laughs> we're having a smoke break damn it then after higuchi dies his i guess buddy doesn't he die very closely following him no, wait, he blows himself up, right? Yeah, he, he blows himself up later on. So, like, so then, like, the the group, the big part of the group, like, meets back up, and they're, like, just fighting people. And they're like, let's run through this house. Ishizuka dies somewhere around here. I don't remember how. Yeah, so uh, did Hiyoki die before Ishizuka? No, yeah, he did. Because, like, Ishizuka was with, um, someone else and they're like oh no ishizuka and he totally just fucking he just gets stabbed all over the place uh, oh you know what happens like they're fighting and then like ishizuka gets like stabbed in the back and he's laying on the ground and that guy who's slowly dying is just still like just stabbing him in the back that's right it was like sort it was sad it was like they're both dying but this guy's just like swinging wildly and ishizuka was just in the way <laughs> yeah so um, hiyoki died before that he just got, like, chopped up, right? Yeah, he just got, like, stabbed in the chest and he fell on the ground. Sad. And Shintamon's all like, you died a samurai's death. Yeah. Like, he stops, like, you died a samurai's death. S know this. And as he's, like, fading away. 
And then they like run away. Gee, thanks. <laughs> Gee, fucking thanks. Um, Last thought. So goes like they're running mind. through the buildings <laughs> <laughs> as they're running away from him. Yeah, so they're running through the building, and then like Shinzimon and Kuranaga and um, who was it? He Musashi. Musashi. They're like running through the building. And Musashi's like, I'll I'll hold them off. Just you guys go. And that's where <laughs> that's where he dies too. Yeah, and he gets like sliced in the head. Oh, that's right. Someone got beheaded. No, wait, maybe that was Harambe though. Yeah, Harambe again. Okay, so that. oh man, oh, oh <laughs> my god, that scene. I have so much to talk about that scene. Um, and then like that's where Otake is all like, no Mitsusashi, and then they don't show his death, but you know he died quickly after that. Yeah, like, they left him to I. That was actually the point at which. I I wrote because every time someone would die, they'd say their name, and I was like, "Oh, he said the name. He's dead." So I just put in my notes, you know, "Rip Mitsushashi. <laughs> He's dead already. I already know." But it. no one says Otaki's name. But like, this is the last time you see him, so I assume he dies right here. They all died. <laughs> I doubt. But um, <laughs> literally the entire like, town raised to ash. And then like this flash cuts to like Hiroi, like beating a guy with a rock and then he pulls out an explosive <laughs> and he has like a flaming stick i don't know what's going on because they don't like preface this anyway and then you just see like a torrent of blood flying over a building <laughs> just like, like a comical amount of blood or poor, poor hori hiori oh man i just called him unabomber after that point unabomber yeah <laughs> just explodes which is funny because like at the end of the movie, when they're dead panning to, like, all the dead, uh, all the dead guys, they just show, like, it was kind of like a fiery puddle of blood and, like, someone dead next to it. <laughs> oh, no! <laughs> uh, it's just so funny. Um, uh, man. Oh, this is the part where suddenly Naruto turns around to, like, Harambe and he's like, this is amazing. I want to bring back war. I literally, yeah, I literally have this in my notes. Naruto stops mid-battle to talk about how much he loves this right now. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're the only one who's actually being protected. Everyone else is dying in bloody, gruesome ways around you. This is the scene where, like, Hioki goes crazy and tries to kill him, but Harambe kills Hioki. Uh, so we think. <laughs> this was... Oh, no, 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 no. no this no, is Hioki died first, yeah. and then, uh, Ki yeah. Uh, oh, Kiga. Kiga, whatever. Yeah, um, mountain spirit, literal knife to the jugular, though. Literal, literally. Like it went, um, it went through his neck, and he's like, "You can have my short blade for that." Kurunaga sees Hiroki die, and he's like, "No, that's my favorite apprentice, I guess, other than the other two that blew themselves up." And then he's like, "You can see that he's really tired, but he's still like kicking everybody's ass." The best part about this scene, though, is like Kurama's killing a whole bunch of people, and then like another wave of bad guys come. And it kind of, like, the camera kind of pans back, and it's not just a wave of bad guys. It's a wave of bad guys with, like, Hiriyama and Ogura in the middle of them killing them off. So, like, everybody's, like, getting back together, finally. Yeah, how many were there at this point? Because we lost, like, what, five, six at this point? Yeah. Uh, uh, the problem is, like, the shitty James Dean nephew, he only shows up every now and then. Like, he shows up in this scene. Okay, so... And he's, like, he's not even, like breaking a sweat at all 
He's just like, eh, you know, killing things, whatever. Too cool for this. Which, as far as not being a real samurai, you'd expect him to be on the same level as all of these 200 rookie dudes, but... No, but he had the training of a real samurai, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was good. From his uncle. He had uncle's training. So... So, this is, like, my my least favorite scene, is where, like, Ogura and, like, Hiriyama are, like, fighting... And, like, Agura gets, like, stabbed so much, he just, like, sits down, and he's, like, leaning against, like, a log. Oh, that's right. And he's right. just watching his master just, like, beating people to death with rocks because his sword is missing. Which, that was, yeah, that was sad. It was, like, like the worst thing, non-honorable death, your master is dying and you can't help him. No. Very sad. And then, like, yeah, and they watch each other die. It's just, oh, man, Which... super sad. Sort of like, also sort of touching. It's like they died together, and then um, and then it like hands over to uh, Sahara, and he's just like killing a whole bunch of people with his spear, and then his spear breaks, and he picks up a sword, and he kills people with a sword, but they don't show him die though. I just assumed that he sort of got like, because eventually when all the rest of those troops pour in, because there were still like what fifty of them at least by this point yeah they came pouring in i think he just got like sliced all to pieces as they ran by with their swords but there's very there is very few left after this because at this point there's like well there's uncle and nephew yeah. well yeah there's uncle and nephew that's left sahara and kuranaga is still alive but like after this scene harambe is all like oh look i found a way out let's go this way a real way out finally uh, which is, the real way out was just the same. What's funny about that real way out, that's the scene with all the swords in the ground where, like, Hiriyama was fighting them all off. They just never went down that way because Hiriyama was fucking everybody up. <laughs> Hiriyama was their wall trap on that side. <laughs> yeah. D okay, so um, this is where, like, the final so Kiga, happens, right? Well, yeah, so, like, yeah, so Kiga, like, tries to kill him. And then he's like, man, you samurai are useless. You can only fight in groups. That's when he gets stabbed in the neck. Aww. Sadness. Poor Kiga. Which, I was like, no! He's my favorite. I mean... And then, like, and then it, like, deadpans to Kur Kuranaga, literally killing the last of the guys. And he just, like, falls over dead. Like, he has, like, a heart attack. Is that what happened? I, I don't know. Because he, like, kills one last guy, and he just, he's, like, standing there. And he just falls over. So, like, so now, what, Harambe, Naruto, and random guy, these are the last three, they get out. They're like, oh, we finally get out. And there's Shinzaman and Nephew. Like, nope, where are you going? So, I thought Harambe died at this point. He did. So, like, Shinzaman, Harambe, Naruto, and random lackey. And... Like, try to escape, but Shinzaman and, what, the nephew, Hariyama, right? No, Shimita. Sh they're outside the town. Yeah. And they're like, well, nephew you're not, cuts you have to down get past random us. dude pretty easy. Like, pretty easy. That was just like, you take care of Lackey, and me and Harambe are going to have our... This is... Like, there's a whole monologue point where he's like, if we were on the same side, and he's like, don't lecture me, and I'm like, he was, like, just saying, what if? This was a hypothetical discussion he was trying to have with you. Just so He's you like, know. we're nothing alike. Like, Aren't <laughs> I hate you? your face. 
literally the only difference between them is a psychopathic uh comic book ninja pretty much so um yeah so they're having like what is probably like the most epic like samurai fight scene two real samurais having a very honorable yeah. like true duel and then shinzaman kicks mud in his eyes and he cuts off his head yeah because he had a real mission to complete and also there that i thought of that point where I was, where he was like real samurai when they're fighting don't fight honorably they fight dirty and i was like finally someone actually did it what he said i mean <laughs> i know right? he was the one who did it like he said probably i mean when they were fighting all those guys i understood the fighting dirty because then it's just like fighting for your life but it's like it was supposed to be like honorable duel and he's like mud in face head comes off <laughs> but <laughs> yeah so poor poor harambe he gets dishonored by Naruto, who kicks his head like a soccer ball, because he's got a thing for soccer balls and people dying. And then, like, and then, uh, Shinsemon was like, how dare you kick his head? You don't know him. <laughs> you don't even know me. <laughs> he was the best friend I've ever had. And I just killed him. Why'd you chop his head off, then? <laughs> this could have gone a different way. If he was, if the hypothetical speech just went a little bit different. Yeah. Like, it could have been like, my master died in battle, and honorably, I have decided to side with my new master, which is my friend. No one needs to know that I literally just, like, helped kill this psychopath. That's true. He could have. But instead, Naruto's all like, of course I kicked his head. He's nothing but property to me. Duh. Oh, Naruto. Uh, so so Naruto, what, Naruto stabs Shinzaman, Shinzaman stabs Naruto, and Naruto is a little bitch about it. Yes, exactly. Trolling around on the ground. <laughs> exactly what I wrote. Cries like a little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and it was not pretty. Like, no. just, no. <laughs> and then... It's funny because Shimano is just, like, staring at him like, what the fuck is happening right now? <laughs> really, though? It's just, he's like, this is, this is not, just the, the look on his face was sort of a sympathy cringe. I can't watch this. This is embarrassing. Literally, he said, I'm scared to die. I can't, I, I'm, I don't want to. Everyone dies. I can't believe it. I'm scared to die. And then, you know, uncle. Cut off him. his head. Yeah. And then kicks his head. <laughs> that would have been perfect. That would have been the best that didn't happen though nope uh uncle like falls back in the rice patty and he's all like oh you know we won yeah which that heroic because it wasn't just he got stabbed by naruto it was like he pulled himself onto naruto's sword to stab him which <laughs> that was it may have been a bit of a, a trope but it was it was appropriate here that was it the naruto's <laughs> dead 200 and was it 211 guys are also dead. 200, 200, um, 200 of the Kingsguard and 11 assassins are dead. So, well, like, or yeah, 10 assassins. Yeah, so, cause... like, Shimada's, like, walking through the wreckage of all these dead people, and he's like, huh. Yeah. It was... And that's when, what, Keegan, like, comes out of nowhere? Hey, buddy? And he's like, are you immortal? And I was like, yes! He is immortal! Do you not see this? <laughs> He's all like, eh. Not a scratch on him. 
These samurais got nothing on bear attacks. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> no. What's happening? What's great? Because he was like, so uh, what are you going to do after this? He's like, he's like, because I'm just going to, you know, go far away from any samurai. I don't have to see him anymore. You're all dicks. Yeah. Find my girl and just, you know, relax. What was her name? Like Mapome or something? Yeah, something like that. Go find the water, the, the river spirit chick, uh, and live happily ever after. I seriously thought he was going to abandon that idea when he said he was going to go to America and, like, become a bandy. He was like, now you're talking. <laughs> and I was like, you should go with him. That would be just bitchin'. That's He's a like, movie. He's like, you go, boy. <laughs> you go do that. But no. Then he hops off over buildings in single bounds. And uh, <laughs> that's it. And then Shimada just, like, smiles into the camera. And then it's like... Soon later, samurais are gone, and then the normal era started, and it's just like, I... I just assume he had, he did exactly what he said, hopped a ship to America, became a bandit, just had a awesome rest of his life, and just a little touch of PTSD. So, yeah, the end. <laughs> so, Peter's Amazon reviews, which, oh. okay, so... Okay, so, I don't have any. None? Okay. That's done. Well, okay, so, like, I only like reading funny things about this movie. There's nothing funny about this movie online. That's cool. It's either, like, you love it, or it's like, oh, I saw this Japanese movie once, it was just like this. And, like, that's not... Yeah, no one needs can... that. <sighs> Ugh, no one needs any of that. I was very... I was actually scouring the internet, and I couldn't find anything. Just a lot of complaints about, like, why is this movie in another language, and I can't get... A dubbed version. Well, whatever. The same as The Wave. Yeah, the same as The Wave. So, <laughs> no Peter's review corner for foreign for foreign language movies. Probably. I dishonored my senpai. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> you can you can make it up to me by jumping a ship to america <laughs> so <clears throat> oh god so uh yes which actually uh this leads to a i guess you know new new newish segment from last episode uh which you know stolen from stolen from the nightmare netflix podcast and they stole it from somewhere else i don't remember the name of that podcast but uh time for the shining light what was your shining light of this movie? Okay. Shining light was Oy. I forgot about this segment. Um, <laughs> let me see. <laughs> shining light was definitely the look on uh Kuranaga's face when um when Sahara was talking about needing gold for bitches. <laughs> <laughs> That was gonna be mine. <laughs> no. no, uh, yeah, no. Well, that was awesome. That was hilarious. That was, I would say that was mine, but honestly, the totally superfluous cutscene of the river goddess, <laughs> the, river the goddess. only girl with eyebrows. <laughs> The only eyebrows of this movie. <laughs> that was my shining light. It was hilarious. Oh my god. Um, so no, the geisha had eyebrows. 
Did she? Yes, she yeah. did, but she was like, this was, yeah, okay. <laughs> so the second eyebrows of this movie. Um, but yeah, so, you know, an actress they actually cast for a role that had no lines and no actual continuity to the story. Hilarious. It's the, oh my god, it's the worst. I literally thought I missed something for a second. I was like, wait, what? Oh. So. Upashi. Upashi. That's her name. Upashi, yes. Upashi is my shining light. Okay, so since there is no Peter's review corner, we have a little bit of extra time. I was. I, I literally was thinking about this, like chewing it over, and I was. Talking to my mother on the phone, because we talk a lot, you know, close, <laughs> that's good. I was talking to her, and I was like, I'm thinking about, like, trying to introduce a new segment, be a little more original than just ripping off someone else's. And I thought, <laughs> I said, what do you think about a segment called Creative Rewriting? And she said, that sounds amazing. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> Creative Rewriting, I guess. Probably an original segment. Probably someone else has done it before, but I haven't heard of it, so I'm not stealing it. So, Am I rewriting this movie right now? Basically, what would you have done to this movie to make it perfect? What, what, what would you change? I would have changed... <sighs> Man. Um, Kuranaga's five random guys, I would have made them more distinguishable okay like maybe like they already had like the fat one right yeah but like the others are like so not distinguishable like make one like super tall make one black <laughs> it needs to be reason. a tall one <laughs> like you know what i'm saying like like give them some characteristics that like makes them stand out because they all look the same and they're all young True. And then just throw in a black guy. Every movie needs a black guy. Yeah, no there's, black guys. There's no reason that uh that uh what uh Harambe couldn't be black. The man with the iron fist taught me that there can't be black guys in feudal Japan, so I <laughs> fucking love Riza in that movie. <laughs> so much. I saw it because my brother wanted to see it and I thought this is actually this was actually really entertaining. I was a fan. <laughs> So <laughs> I liked it a lot. So okay, so that was anything else you change, or that's your creative rewrite? No, that's pretty much it. Because I don't know, I don't know. I I find this movie almost perfect. This was pretty good. I I honestly, the only thing I would have changed is well, subtitle to say what happened to nephew, but also, uh, hunter mountain spirit. I would have liked him to actually disappear into like <laughs> into like a fog of dirt or like turn into a bird or something and to just fly away yeah. oh that would have been great that would have been like that that's what i would have changed everything else was pretty pretty on par that's my creative rewrite um <laughs> well yeah so yeah well this movie is pretty much universally universally loved um it has a oh, i'm looking up numbers right now as a 7.6 on IMDb, but like on Metacritic it has a 84, and on Rotten Tomatoes it has a 96. Which is really so good. Like, I mean, yeah. it, when you said Takashi Miike, I knew I'd heard the name before, but I forgot that yeah. he was the guy who directed the interview. So yeah. I know he does powerful work. 
now that when you said he did the interview, I was like, that's where I've heard his name before. So how many shoot how how many uh how many decapitated heads would you give this movie oh my god <clears throat> i'm gonna give it nine out of ten decapitated heads um and how many how many dirty tengu mountain spirits do you give oh, this movie oh um you know i I'll give it a solid eight eight point five. Only because mm. if he had actually turned into a mountain spirit, I'd have given it like a nine point five. Nine point point five. Yeah, 5. so that's pretty great. I see a trend here where I usually give things higher scores. I mean, this one, this one for me. Just wish there was a little bit more feudal Japan magic, but I guess it's supposed to be like a true story or whatever. Oh, pretty much. Still yeah. though, just like a like little bit of embellishment could have been cool, but not necessary. I guess maybe there was a legend or not, but there was some mystery to it. It was still it was pretty good. So, uh, would you recommend it though? Um, I recommended it to somebody today, so I guess that would be a yes. But I think that's the only time I ever recommended the movie. I don't know. I mean, personally, I know very few people who would actually watch this movie solely for the reason that it is in Japanese entirely. But I actually, I have tried to recommend uh, subtitled movies before, and it never turned out well. But I... (laughs) I feel like my brother would actually get behind this because he he's totally into the subtitled um Asian action movies. So, yeah. I would I would recommend this to a very specific few who I know would enjoy it. But Oh my god. Yeah. Have you seen <laughs> this is a tangent. Have you seen The Raid? Nope. Oh my god. Put it on the list. It's going to be <laughs> <laughs> It's like it's like a Korean. It's not even Korean. It's like one of those countries over there. I'm not to sound racist. I mean, like I just don't know the exact country. Um, it's just like it's like five guys fighting their way up a tower, like just killing people along the way. Every time you say five so, guys, I just think of the burgers. Uh, the burgers, yeah, I know. That's that's how those five guys were distinguishable. They had an awesome burger chain between them. <laughs> Seriously, if one of them was carrying a spatula, oh my god. They were they were in charge of the food. That's how they <laughs> they were distinguished. If this movie was just a little bit more wacky, like more more gore, like the giant exploding fucking rain cloud of gore, and then like just make it a little bit more wacky and then I'll be down. Okay. Yeah. Seeing a guy kill someone with a giant spatula, that seems like high on my list. That so, would be awesome. Yeah. That's a little bobo bo. Bo bo, but I'd be down for it. Just the only in live action though. Um, but yeah. So, uh, oh yeah, next week's movie. Okay. Oh. So I'm so excited. Okay, so I uh, I have like been struggling now because I was like totally ready. I was like, oh yeah, definitely know exactly what I'm gonna do, and then I started questioning myself. Uh, so, okay, I'm gonna, 
I'm gonna like throw you some categories here. Uh oh no. So we have ridiculous horror, Disney Channel original movie. <laughs> oh, oh, oh no. 90s classic. Uh or I guess LGBT cringe fest for the ages. LGBT cringe fest. Like that's interesting. Kind of like the room of gay movies. That might be something to say for the future. It's pretty intense. <laughs> it sounds really intense. Oh man, I feel like I'm going to do the Disney Channel original movie. Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. So for for the next movie, we're gonna be reviewing Xenon Girl of the Twenty First Century. Oh. <laughs> 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 in my head i was like this is either a high school musical that one about halloween town or the one about space it was the one about space. so next next episode we're gonna be is doing that, like raven simone space. in like i think she was in it i yeah yeah she was she was in it yeah this was a, like her transition between rudy and that's so raven so uh, Disney. Oh my god. So, okay. yeah. <laughs> um, the the 90s classic would have been Good Burger. So, that oh one's definitely on the list. Uh, I love Good Burger. I love that movie. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Uh, shoot. <laughs> now I want to do Good Burger. Uh, hmm. I've been trying no, we're on Xenon. Yeah, I haven't seen it. It's It's been... It's yeah, it's been decided by the hands of fate. Oh, there'll definitely be a review corner next week. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, that's right. Definitely. This could be. This will be a good one. <laughs> Devote an hour to the review corner for next week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, Xenon Girl of the Twenty First Century. I guess watch it or don't. Uh, I can't wait. I cannot wait. Uh. I was like, when I thought of it, I was super excited. I stuck it on the list instantly. And I've been like chewing that one over, debating it with Good Burger for the last week. Like, I don't know which one I want. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Where can the people find you, Peter? Um, I'm on Twitter. Actually, I've been tweeting a lot lately. Stepping up that tweet game. Um, my Twitter handle is at Zen, Z-E-N. Uh, Zuma, which is Z-O-O-M-A, and you can also find me, what, on Facebook and, um, oh, Jesus, uh, Facebook and Steam and all these video games, I use the same handle for all of them, um, and then I do a bi-weekly video game podcast called Peter vs. Peter. Yeah, it, again, I've plugged it before, good podcast, listen to it, all, oh man, our last episode, our last episode, <laughs> which, uh, excited to hear that one, you know, when it comes out, let me know. Um, <laughs> no, we had one Friday, I think. You did? Oh, shit. I haven't, I haven't been keeping on my podcast. I know, because I released it Friday. I got stuck on an audio book of Twilight, believe it or not. What? Yeah. Why? Uh, Why? because, uh, for the 10-year anniversary, the author Rule 69 it and changed the gender of every character what yeah there's a 10th anniversary edition it's called life and death it was like what a soft launch no like i didn't know about it till my sister gave the book to me for my birthday like a year ago 
I, I exact reaction. I was like, what? But it's gender swapped. It was really cool. It, it's it's cool. Um, it's... As a Twilight fan would say, that changes everything. <laughs> what is male Bella's name? Is it still Bella? Because that would be great. That would be great. But no, it's Beaufort. Which, you know. Oh, so Bo. My... It could have just it could have just been Bo, right? Now, what do you think? What do you think Edward's name is? Edwina? No. It's um, it's close. Uh, I don't know what. Edith. Oh, oh, poor Edith. Yeah, which you know, good old name. Yeah. So um, uh, yeah. Closing out. Uh. You can find me on Twitter at Redford underscore Ray. Uh, and we are available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Stitcher. Uh, we're avail- you can find us on Twitter at Amateur underscore Critics. Uh, we have a Tumblr, which I have been neglecting, but I'm trying to get back to Amateur Movie Critics cast. Uh, and if you want to send us a suggestion, you can be the first, but wait, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> if you're looking to maybe be a possible guest host, shoot us an email at amateurmoviecritics2016 at gmail.com. And uh, thank you. Uh, oh, yeah. No, Peter. <laughs> uh, until stay, next time, uh, I'm stay Red. Amateur. <laughs> and stay amateur. <laughs> Damn it. One day. One day.